Welcome back to Trends in Low Places, a comedic exploration of the dumbest stories of the day. I'm one of your hosts, Mike Cushing. And I am the Millie to his vanilli, Michael Howard. I'm moving my mouth, but words weren't coming out. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Yeah. See, I that, don't that one's remember. Because their song, their big hit song was Blame It on the Rain. Ooh, that is it. That is topical. Yeah. Uh, I haven't gotten rain yet, but I'm I'm about to. I think tomorrow I start gonna old Irma start start gonna. St- I can't talk. Irma's gonna start hitting me badly in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. There was actually a pretty big danger for you for a while that it, it was gonna hit you head on, which was gonna be very unpleasant for all the people who fled. Yeah. To <laughs> Atlanta. Yeah, we do have a couple of friends and listeners actually who came up to Atlanta. I saw a couple of them uh, this weekend, but yeah, I mean, uh, it still would be better than being hit head on in South Florida or apparently West Florida now where my family lives. Um, yeah, that was the worst part about this, because like early in the week when I was looking, it was, was going to be a direct hit on my parents on the Atlantic coast of South Florida. Like I was freaking out because they were just going to hunker down mm-hmm. um, and and then I, like it, it shifted west. I was like, oh, thank God. I was like. Oh, cool. Now she's going to hit all my best friend's parents. Shit. And then, like, even today, I was getting text updates from a friend in Tampa, and she was just like, Oh, yeah, it's just going to grace Tampa now. It's definitely going to hit the Gulf Coast. But it was like on a group text to like a friend who has family in the Gulf Coast. It's like, it's like oh, I, I'm glad you're not getting hit, but man, come on. Yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's hard because, like, when it does change, you want to be like happy about it but then you're like well it's just gonna hit other people now yeah. like it's it's hard to be happy at other people's misfortune um, but, it's like, but i'm safe so yeah <laughs> so i mean luckily my family has you know has a place to go in orlando which i mean while they will get some rain and wind and maybe lose power they should for the most part be um safe there yeah, we have a bunch of friends down in Orlando. I've heard it from a couple of them, even just on Facebook. And, you know, power's going out, trees may be falling, but so far, everyone's pretty safe. And it's it's going to be overnight coming through there. But, uh, so, yeah, um, obviously, yeah, so, by the time this comes out, it'll kind of have rolled through everywhere. But uh, hoping everyone stays safe and, uh, you know, kind of just got to ride it out. I will say here in Atlanta, though, people are freaking out for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> well, Atlanta freaks out about literally any weather whatsoever. It's just because we we don't have experience with anything. So, I mean, I'm new here, but I remember like, so last winter, there were, like, everyone was worried that we were going to get an inch of snow because the year prior, they had gotten like an inch and the city shut down for like a month um, or like a week. Um, but like, <laughs> it wound up being like, I think like, a, like a, maybe an eighth of an inch of frost in some areas. Like it was nothing. Uh, and people like... Just breathe sighs of relief. But like here, it's just like, I mean, hurricanes are not normal in northwest Georgia. Uh, so true. But I feel like if it's anything other than like 85 and sunny, Atlanta's like, oh my God. The world is literally coming to it. They're like, oh my God, it's a heat wave and now it's humid. And you're like, fuck you guys. Really? Are you complaining about heat now? I do remember when I moved up here, like from like, middle of fucking florida gainesville and like 90 percent humidity and i came up mm. and like it was probably like 65 percent humidity here in atlanta and it was like man we're dying it's so bad i was like y'all this is a, a summer a spring day yeah. this is just a easy breezy beautiful yeah. try going to a football game at noon in gainesville on in fucking uh september yeah Drunk. your balls will literally fall off because mm-hmm. of all the sweat <laughs> well michael how's how's uh sweet sunny chicagoland uh you know it's i feel really bad because it's been absolutely beautiful here yeah. um but uh i mean there's nothing i can do i can't like throw the weather down there so i'm just going to enjoy it yeah and whenever when it's you know negative 20 degrees in february and people are posting pictures of them on the beach um you know then then i'll i'll, I'll take my I'll take my licks there. I mean, it's kind of like the, you know, the weather updates for people on the West Coast or East Coast of Florida. It's like, oh, man, lucky. I missed I missed a lot of it. So I'm I'm feeling good. Oh, shit. Sorry, West Coast. You're just, you know, you're just enjoying it now. You're going to get yours later. You mm-hmm. know that. We all yeah. know it. So, Michael, what's been going on this week? I, had a, I got a couple pretty shitty stories we can go into. I have a really just a terrific set of stories that i came across that wait man line them up i'll knock them down man so i mean 
it's a little bit tough to talk about this one with the current state of what the world is doing to us. Hey, just remember this is coming out five days from now. Okay, yeah, that's a good point. Well, future um, us will be will be laughing at this. <laughs> Ecosexual professor wants you to have sex with the Earth. <laughs> so there is a movement apparently, like afoot. just just like Mother Earth, like go out and fuck a hole, or like find a tree, find a frog, find whatever you want, just fuck it, good. Yep, fuck it, good, fuck it, right. Yeah, no, I mean you're you are not you are right on track. Okay. You are not even close. You are like literally, you are putting your penis right in that earth of this take right now. Hmm. I mean, it, so, hmm. it sounds dry and bad for, <laughs> for this gentleman. Well, you know, uh, it says you can centrally roll in the mud, make passionate love to a hulking tree, or even pursue a long-term romantic relationship with the ocean. Hmm. I do have that. It's a tumultuous one. We, mm. we, we, I run back to it once a year, maybe. <laughs> How do you make passionate love to a tree? Um, well, Elizabeth Stevens, who is uh, the chairwoman of the art department at um, University of California at Santa Cruz. I, how did I slums. know this was California? <laughs> God damn it. And it's basically a movement she started that combines art, sex, and environmentalism. Yeah, okay. And one out of three ain't bad, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And so she's got she has this uh, 2013 documentary called Gold Goodbye Golly Mountain an ecosexual love story where she and her female partner massage river rocks, lick trees, frolic naked in a stream and slather mud on one another. Sounds like they're making love to each other. Yeah, but like <laughs> using God's using God's sex toys. Yes. And then apparently they have a new one coming out called Water Makes Us Wet, an ecosexual adventure. That is uh, set the debut in Germany this week, so... I'm no sex doctor, but pretty sure water just makes all natural <laughs> lubrication just disappear. Yeah, I mean, it makes you wet, but then it makes you very dry very quickly, mm -hmm. is, is the problem. If anyone has ever tried to have sex in a in a shower, mm -hmm. I don't know who would do that. No, some some godless heathens <laughs> yeah, looking, looking for a good time. Um... Yeah, man. How does one passionately make love to a tree? Because I'm not like, for, for me, passionate love requires a two way give and take, a dialogue, if you will, between the tree yeah, and I mean, your genitals. Here's the thing with that. And like, not to make light of it, but. Let's make light of this, Michael, please. <laughs> well, if the tree does not consent, are you not just assaulting the tree? You, yeah, you are. You're taking the tree. I, there have been plenty of studies that show plants are alive. Right. Uh, and this isn't yeah. like fucking a coconut, which has fallen off the tree and it's dead already. Yeah, it's dead. It's it's you know what? That tree spread its seed. Now it's time for me to spread my seed. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that there's a sexual ask act called Grassolingus? Is it one that this fucking idiot lady made up and you just lick grass until you come? No, it was apparently in a June issue of the Teen Vogue magazine. Oh, okay. Well, that hey, I respect their political coverage. So, lay, tell me all about Grassalinga's Teen Vogue. Yeah, it's um, it, it the story involved a uh, a musician licking some grass very sensually. Okay, they called it Grassalingus. But it, was he giving the grass sexual pleasure? Or... I mean, I I guess if you do it if you do it right, you know, you enjoy it as well. Hmm. No, I don't see how that. Nope. Um, what? How about this? I, this might be a question better posed to uh, this professor. Um, so, what if I'm Michael? You know how I do. Just get really, really sensual with a tree. Mm -hmm, yep, yep. But you also know me. I cannot finish unless tires are burning next to me. Mm, that's a good point. So to to love the earth to completion the way I need to, the way yeah. I gotta get it. What if I am just burning petrochemicals directly to my left? Also, God's gift to man. Those dinosaurs. That's a tough one. I mean, it's like you can't really control what gets you off. No. Right? Hey, and don't you dare kink shame me the way I love the earth, Mrs. Professor Lady. Yeah. So, hey, I and love the way if, I love. Oh, my God, Kush. What if you're making passionate love to just a, oh, man, like a really good deciduous tree? 
Oh, yeah. Right? Mm, yeah. Right? And a fucking frog jumps out. Oh, Because that's fuck. where they live. That's where they live, you know? Guess who's burning down that forest in the name of, <laughs> in the name of love? More of a conifer man myself, so mm, not yeah. a whole lot of uh, tree frogs in those bad boys. Mm. Did you know that this was actually reported on by Breitbart News? <laughs> no. In November. Yep. Actually, that does make a lot of sense because I have I have one uh, very loosely using the word friend on Facebook who will just like and share all sorts of Breitbart articles. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of them are just like shaming like Berkeley liberals. Like some use the, the, the word cuck in a headline, which is <laughs> shocking. Sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm just like, it's like part of me is like, yeah, I get it, man. Yeah. Go. Fucking hammer those Berkeley fucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Breitbart News article claimed that at least 100,000 people around the world are claiming to be ecosexual. <sighs> so, these ecosexuals, is it just fucking inanimate na- natural objects? Like rubbing <laughs> rocks? Or are, yes. are they getting... Okay, that's... No, it doesn't... Well, at least, I mean, in the articles I've read, in the research I've done, which is... Literally none. Two minutes, probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're only doing things with uh plants and rocks and water and whatnot. They're not like out there like fucking goats or some shit. They're waiting for the marriage laws to open up so you can marry two horses and a turtle. Oh, it's interesting you would say that. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> because these these two people, Stevens and Sprinkle. Have officiated at least <laughs> nineteen Spr- weddings to various nature entities in nine countries. Nature entities, yes. So people marrying like a cool rock. Like, uh, to marriages to the earth, the moon, and various other aspects of hey, the environment. Hey, hey, fuck you! You can't marry the goddamn moon. There are treaties about that. Okay, you right? can't put you can't put missiles on it. You can't <laughs> fucking marry it. Eat you shit. Can, I mean, you can't just marry the moon. That's not yours. Yeah, fuck you. The moon you know cannot what? consent to this marriage. And also, hey, if you want to marry the moon, fucking go out there. I yeah. will launch you into fucking orbit myself. <laughs> go have fun. Go fuck the moon, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> According to the couple's manifesto, which was published of by course, Breitbart. Of course, that manifesto. <laughs> The couple declares, we make love with the earth. We are aquaphiles, terrophiles, pyrophiles, and aerophiles. We shamelessly hug trees, massage the earth with our feet, and talk erotically to plants. We are skinny dippers, sun sun worshippers, and stargazers. We caress rocks, are pleasured by waterfalls, and admire the earth's curves often. We make love with the earth through our senses. We celebrate our e-spots. We are very dirty. E-spots. Oh, mm. God. Okay. E-spots, Kush. Oh, man. How many e-spots do I have, Michael? <laughs> oh, man. Depends on how many trees you've been with. Well, who's got the time to count all of them? Um, that does remind me of uh, role models when, like, Sean William Scott is, like, hanging out with a little kid. And he's, like, he's, like, obsessed with boobs. And he's, just, like, pointing out all the things in nature that look like boobs. <laughs> Yeah, they're everywhere. It's very interesting that they think that nature would want to be caressed and made love to the same way that people are. Because I feel like that that wouldn't be the case. Like most animals do not make love or show affection the same way that humans do. Mm -hmm. So why would a tree, which is nowhere near the same DNA as us, want to be like caressed or licked or fucked or whatever? Like. They have their own thing going on, and you're just moving in on your shit, projecting and your feelings on them. Also, the Earth's been around for billions of years. You, mm. you think those tired old tricks are going to work? You think no one's walked up to the fucking Earth and rubbed it sensually? Fuck you. People have been doing that for four billion years. I know what you're into. Yeah, like you just- <laughs> Michael, did you hear what I said? People, human beings, have been rubbing the Earth sensually for four billion years. <laughs> That's a tilt fact. Fuck, I missed that one. <laughs> I know. Four I, bill- <laughs> I said it, and then I was like, oh, no. <laughs> You've now combined, like, like early, what is it, young Earth creationism with evolution and science to mm-hmm. say that 
People have been around as long as the Earth, but it has been four billion years. So the original ecosexuals were fucking dinosaurs. You know Whoa, that we all know my it. God, yeah. Now that makes that makes a lot more sense. Man, Michael, we've spent fifteen minutes talking about people fucking Mother Earth. Do you want Gaia? More? Do you really want <laughs> more? Please light me up. <laughs> uh, this article, which. I found completely separate on a completely separate hey, website. Hey, Michael, we haven't even unconnected. We haven't even talked about pollen. Oh, what do these people do when they walk out of their house in the morning? I assume in California. I don't really know what the pollen situation. I want these motherfuckers to come down south in like April and walk out to the car and it's fucking covered in yellow pollen. Mm. If they don't fucking strip down and roll all over that thing until everyone is everyone is having all sorts of orgasms. They're fucking fake ecosexuals. Well, they need to fucking rub themselves in it and then go find a field of flowers and then rub that shit all in there because that's it's not going to pollinate anything on the goddamn car. Mm-mm. They need to act as the vessel. And now I want to talk about love bugs. The <laughs> scourge of Florida. Love bugs. Oh, man. They're are they really having sex all the time? They're having sex nonstop connected out of the butt. Just going to town. But why are they always on? Why are they always on the interstate? They're Does always that get them off. They just hang out on the turnpike, waiting. <laughs> the The only thing that makes love bugs come is violent death at the <laughs> at the hands of my Ford Focus. <laughs> just in that split second before they get obliterated, oh, the fiery passion you can't even imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that the reason that they still like? The ones who are fucking on the interstate and then don't die, like they, God, they must. Oh God, can you imagine uh, a life unlived? They don't, right? they've never tasted true passion, which is a real shame for those which is fucking why asshole too- bugs. I hate them so much. Why is there? Why are their guts so just sticky? I don't get it. <laughs> and why? Are, why do they strip the paint off your car? <laughs> Hey, y'all, by the way, if, if listeners outside of Florida, if you don't know one, well, one, Florida is a hellscape. Uh, it's basically <laughs> Australia, like we talked about last week. Um, love bugs are a thing that show up twice a year uh, for about two weeks per mm-hmm. season, mm-hmm. and they just get everywhere. And everywhere. Weren't they accidentally created by U.S. No, that's scientists fake news. or some shit? No, oh, I think that's, 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 a, that's a myth. God damn it. Can we just perpetuate the myth one time, Kush? Oh, hey, say that again. Aren't, weren't love bugs accidentally created by some UF scientists? No, you fucking idiot. I know we did this bit again. No. <laughs> Still not true, motherfucker. <laughs> Five billion years ago, love bugs showed up, and then four billion years later. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, can, can you imagine like riding a motorcycle no, during man. those two weeks? No. Like, fuck, I, you're just covered in like not only love bug. Body juice, but like love bug ejaculate. Yeah, and the the aftertaste of their fiery passion. <laughs> and also, yeah, like it's bad enough on my car. Like I can't. Like three car washes won't get that shit off. No. You got to hand scrub mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. That's on your body and like motorcycle. Like you probably have to your stop every sweet tw- leather just chaps. Yeah. You probably have to, <laughs> you probably have to stop every like twelve minutes just to scrape your face guard off. Mm-hmm. Michael, you think people could tell we didn't have anything planned for this episode? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I plan to talk about fucking the earth for an hour. Yeah, hey. And we're like a third of the way there. So mm-hmm. I have, I'm reaching my goals today. Hey, I'm also a third of the way there because I got a nice potted plant to my left, Michael, and it's looking pretty good. Uh, hey, Kush. Yeah. Former stripper becomes a sex witch to help counsel couples and even boost their orgasms with spells. A sex witch. Shani Marie also describes herself as ecosexual, which oh. means she finds nature and the earth sexually stimulating. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Do all of her... So she's basically just a druid from from back in the days of yore. Yes, yes. Okay. Man, you're like nailing this shit. <laughs> Man, it's... Yeah. She describes herself as pansexual. Sure. Yeah. And ecosexual. <laughs> so she's she's from New Zealand. Weird. Oddly enough. Um, <laughs> and she she is she teaches magic sexuality to couples and singletons across Australia, which seems very dangerous to teach Australians that they should love the earth. Yeah, again, literally 
everything there will kill you. Right. You you like even just take your dick out for a second and like seven snakes have bitten it off. Yeah. A swarm of bees came down out of nowhere. Like they, it just mm. a swarm of bees shot out of a snake's mouth, <laughs> chewed your dick off, and then the snake bit you on the asshole. <laughs> so basically, her her thing is that so she was she was a, a stripper, an erotic dancer, mm-hmm. and her thing is that quote I looked back to ancient times. There were once temples where men would seek counsel and healing from erotic dancers. This has been distorted. Modern strip clubs are a power play. Men objectify women but women objectify them with their wallets. So basically she's saying that like the profession of an erotic dancer is not it's a noble. It's true it's a calling. noble thing. It helps people find the pleasure pathways that are connected to the earth. And uh-huh. she's just trying to get back to that so by just, fucking the earth. By fucking that just fucking the shit out of the earth. Just getting that good earth all up in there. Yeah, um what kind of magic does she do? That's what I'm kind of... Is it like Hogwarts magic, Penn and Teller magic? What, like, she make things disappear up in there? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> she makes it disappear off of the table and appear somewhere in your body. Only a couple options on that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, she, she basically says that her spell crafting can uh, boost pleasure. Mm-hmm. It's like rocket fuel for manifestation, is what she says. And manifestation is what she said, not masturbation, which is how I read it the first time. Which makes what, more sense to me, but... What is manifestation exactly? Yeah, I have no fucking clue. She doesn't get she doesn't get there, huh? No, she doesn't get there. Hmm. So, let's see. So this is, this is slightly off topic. Um, George R. R. Martin, a long time ago, re- uh, wrote a... Uh, He's a short story collection. It's like an anthology that he writes and edits, but uh, about in the 1950s, like aliens, like crash landed on Earth and like some like virus they were carrying turned everyone like a lot of people into superheroes or like monsters. Mm. But like one of the superheroes, his powers to choose or no, it just it was they were wild cards is mm. the name of it. So God, they got sucks. uh But one guy got tantric sex powers. <laughs> so the longer he went without coming, he got like cooler <laughs> magic powers. <laughs> But his head got gigantic. (laughs) (laughs) He's the original sex witch. Oh, God. So one of the things that I was laughing at just ridiculously before the show reading this was this quote. Mm -hmm. One of my clients was suffering from severe depression. He said after six sessions... He felt more growth than he got from years of psychiatric therapy. Oh, I get growth. Hey, oh. <laughs> so I am on her website. <laughs> uh, I got to tell you, uh, rife, rife with uh, typos and misspellings. Weird. Um, yeah. Who who could have seen that coming? Um, here's what we, under awakening men, uh, awakening in the nav is <laughs> horribly misspelled. Um <laughs> Michael, do you, sorry, would you like tools to enhance greater cock, sorry, <laughs> would you like tools to enhance greater cock consciousness? What did you say? Did cock, you say cock, cock, cock consciousness? Consciousness. Cock, cock consciousness. Yeah, cock, cock consciousness. Cock consciousness. <laughs> oh, by um, the way, accommodation and full catering is not included. <laughs> so, wait, are we under the assumption that, like, I am not? Either I am not conscious of my cock or, or that your cock, my is, cock not is, is not conscious. Yeah, I, I gotta tell you, either one is a little disturbing. Because one, I'm pretty like my cock makes me like pretty conscious of it when it when it wants <laughs> attention. I'm like, okay, yeah, I get it. A, a stiff okay, breeze. Sure, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The wind came up. Yeah. We're we're well that's we're ecosexuality now. right there. If Ooh, the wind causes you to get Yeah. Now we're talking. See, you're you're on board and you didn't even know it. Ooh, man. Oh, I, wow. I've really got to do some pretty deep introspection. <laughs> Have you ever seen the Grand Tetons and just popped a, like, huge boner? I've only seen pictures of the Grand Tetons, so I can't really. Uh, I have seen, like, a frog up close and got a fear boner. <laughs> I was like, ah, no thank you. Oh, shit. Do you think that monkey from that, that video that we talked about several episodes ago is an ecosexual? No, I think he was just a fucking monkey and doesn't have any sort of, like, <laughs> bullshit sexual hangups that he needs to, like... <laughs> rap, Not like, fuck a frog. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like, hey, you know what? 
I got this frog. I got this dick. That frog's got a mouth. I'm going to take it. I'm going to put it <laughs> on my shoulder, my, my armpit for later. Um, yeah, no, I don't think that monkey has any sort of like cognitive need to like wrap its sexual desire in like, the earth is so beautiful and sexual. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, they did, they said pyrophiles. They're yeah. like aquaphiles. And py- what, what are you doing with fire sexually? Just, just fucking loving it, man. Just putting that dangle right in there. Mm-hmm. It's like a kebab on the grill. Just getting <laughs> get really good. All Just right, Michael, I think it. you got anything else? I feel like we need to move on from, I don't want to, but. I have more. Oh, God. <laughs> Would you like to learn methods and awaken men to their highest truth? If I'm not going there to awaken other men to their highest truth. I'm looking for how I can get sex powers. <laughs> sex powers directly from the earth. Or from wherever. I just want, I want like, listen, if I can shoot magic out of my dick, that's literally all I want to do. (laughs) What kind of magic would you shoot out of your dick? I don't know, the normal stuff, like levitation, unlock that door, Mm. make gold out of nothing. I once had somebody tell me that if I could shoot peanut M&Ms out of my dick, that she, she would never stop blowing me. That's a pretty good offer. Did you, like, try to pull a trick on her one time, just... (laughs) <laughs> just, just throw a peanut M&M. I don't know if I could have like if if she had said regular M&Ms I might have tried to like might have tried to work something out but a peanut M&M is huge anyway hey, please uh, continue a woman named Carol Santa Fe oh god what are these names she claims she has been in love with a Santa Fe train station in California since she was nine years old uh, with a train station a train station and um apparently okay. she got married to it she got married to a train station. She got married to a train station. She takes a 45-minute bus ride to the station every day to spend time with it, which she calls she calls the building Daedra. Daedra. Okay. Daedra. Um, and she says she has sex with the building mentally. 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 She says she has sex with the building mentally. Um. Hey, so I don't want to, like, yuck this lady's yums at all, but, like, I was going to say, like, one, it's an ugly train station. It's not a great train station. It's a bad train station. It's not like uh, it's got some like like nice. <laughs> but cupulas. I mean, you know, maybe it's the best train station she could have gotten. I guess like if maybe you're she's settling. F- I mean, she is forty five. She's settling for the best train station. Not everyone can be married to the um fucking Paddington Station. You know, and like I mean, her dental health is not exceptional. I'll say that much. Uh, she does wear a fanny pack and a onesie in public. She wears a onesie. Oh, good She's God. definitely wearing a onesie. Um, a pink button-up onesie with a gigantor one, like a fanny pack. Um, the, 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 the caption on this one says, Carol goes to the private part of the train station to touch it and lean against it with her clothes on. Well, read it the par- very clear. Read the couple of paragraphs below this. So here's quotes. I don't have physical physical sex with the station in public. I want to be respectful. I wouldn't do that with a human in public. So I would. Why would I do it in this case? I do have sex with Daedra in my mind when I stand there. I especially like when I hear the trains rev up their engines. It turns me on. But so the trains really are not like part she wants, of the train station. It sounds like she wants to fuck the trains. Yeah, the trains are not part of the train station. The trains are a Ooh. different entity. From the train station. You can't get turned on by trains if you claim that you're in love with... Like, that would be you, like, you getting turned on by something else while you were with your girlfriend. That would be fucked up, man. Yeah, and again, like, I mean, this, this is what gets her off. That's fine, but... oh, That would, God. like, be you getting tr- revved up by a fucking bus when you're walking down the street with your girlfriend. Are we talking like a natural gas bus? Well, or like clearly, a, because you're an ecosexual. Yeah, because I do like that responsible fuel burning. Exactly. Um, man, yeah, there's a lot to unpack here, because I keep reading and I keep, <laughs> I keep finding more and more that I'm just not. Uh, I've never heard it. So, objectum sexual is uh, apparently the uh, people who are in love with inanimate objects. Um we first consummated our love a few years ago when I felt the wall behind me and I felt this energy. Yeah, it was a rumble I of a came diesel. close to an orgasm and I was scared uh, I was scared I'd get caught by this station's staff. Yeah, you know what that energy was? It was like five diesel engines just <laughs> revving like 20 feet behind the wall. 
Um, I also was like, I don't ever want the security guards to find out I'm a closeted objective sexual. It's like, well, you probably shouldn't have <laughs> done an interview <laughs> with the news and taken nine pictures of you, like, very sensually touching. She also has, a, oh, she has a wedding ring on because she married, she married yeah. the train station. Erica that's... Eiffel got banned from the Eiffel Tower for kissing it and straddling it. So I don't want to get banned like she did. That's fair. Wait, so she took the Eiffel Tower's first name? Because it's the Eiffel Tower. Right. So she yeah, should she, be Erica Tower. Erica Tower, yeah. Hmm. A lot to unpack. And here. she's Carol Santa Fe because of the Santa Fe train station. But shouldn't she be Carol Station? Should be Station. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Last quote of the story: I could never lo- love another train station. She's the one. <laughs> I love that she genders the train station. Yeah, that's fine. Why is the tr- why does the train station need to have a gender? I mean, I don't know. Did you ask the train station? No, she probably didn't. Judging by this picture, she didn't ask the train station a whole lot before she started making out with it. Just felt that energy and just got into it. I get it. Damn. How did? Hey, man, you took us down this fucking path. You (laughs) I fell down the rabbit hole. I had one fucking story about ecosexuals that I was like, "Oh, this is fucking quaint," and then I realized there's a whole world out there that I didn't even know about. And now we're going to get called or Facebook messaged by some ecosexual because apparently those are our fans. I hope so. Well, not yet. We got We're going to have to hashtag the shit out of this one. <laughs> please, if you are an ecosexual, please contact us. I really want to talk about this. Yeah, so hashtag you won't like this episode. Um, <laughs> Michael, what you want to got for me, Kush? That isn't about people having sex with the earth. You want to stay in California and stay in uh, the O Natural? Ooh. Yeah. Um, so apparently the California Bureau of Cannabis Control just banned the use of drone delivery of legalized pot. Oh, what? Which, like, I guess makes a little bit of sense. But, why? like, yeah, why can't I just get weed to my door? Well, because it's not completely legal in California. I thought, don't you have to have a prescription? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Oh, my back hurts. Oopsie. But they don't want like they don't want people shooting down the drone to get that sweet, sweet. Earth. I guess. I mean, just market is in pizza boxes, so you mm. only kind of you know it's going to a stone person's house, but you don't know if it actually contains weed. It could just be pizza. I'm not gonna lie. If I was drunk or high and I saw a drone carrying pizza, I'm gonna take that fucking drone down and eat that pizza though. Mm-hmm. Actually, you I, know what? A hundred percent sober. I am taking that fucking drone down because I love pizza. I gotta say this: I am a pizza sexual. <laughs> pizza. I will fuck the shit out of that pizza, Michael. If you say pizza one more time, I'm just gonna jizz my <laughs> pants. I swear to God. Um, I'll say this: like, if ISIS can hack like predator drones flying over like Afghanistan, I can hack a pizza drone and have it deliver delicious pizza to my dick, like for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, or my mouth, or land, my mouth, either one. Just, just land right on it. <laughs> yeah, like again, like if if people in the desert can just like with a cell phone hack the most sophisticated like military equipment in the world, I can get that weed drone to go to my house and yeah. right into me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it kind of. I was like, I get it, but why? It's gonna be legal eventually. Like, why? Why just like blanket ban it? It also kind of amazes me that weed isn't just legal in California yet. Okay, like so you can I, goddamn marry train stations, but like I can't get I can't get some herb up in here I think without saying I have anxiety. So it sounds like it's just it can't be delivered autonomously. So it says transportation may not be done by aircraft, watercraft, rail, drones, human powered vehicles, or unmanned vehicles. Um, human powered vehicles, so like a bicycle, you can't deliver it by you can't, bicycle. You can't have uh, messengers uh, yeah, delivering weed. So that just reminds me of, so it's got to be done by a human-driven car, in-person, enclosed enclosed motor vehicle, so it can't be a motorcycle either. I mean, it's interesting that they allow delivery at all, because I was in Denver, and, like, they don't allow delivery, and they're actually very strict about who they let into the dispensaries. I I went once uh, with some friends, like, I went, um, but, like, yeah, it was, like, you have to, like, show your ID, there's a yeah. man with a gun out front, mm-hmm. like, yeah, it was... It's pretty nuts. And like, they actually separate they separate the medicinal weed from the recreational weed because mm-hmm. medicinal weed is apparently cheaper. Yeah. And more potent. Right. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is things like this, though. Um, like, legalese speak is always silly to me. Um, 
This reminds me, there's one time, I think I was in fourth grade, and for some reason they made, uh, they passed around, like, student insurance policies that, like, parents could sign up for, but they handed it out in class, and I was bored in class, so I just started reading it, and, like, one of, like, the, I think it was, like, point number eight, like, the fine print was, like, does not cover catastrophic accidents in, in case of space travel or experimental air travel. I was like, <laughs> what? It's like... I I've seen Space Camp. I loved Space Camp. If I accidentally launched myself into orbit, I wouldn't expect that to be covered by insurance. But like they had to cover that, presumably because of the movie Space Camp. Yeah, I mean, there's the only that's the only reason. Or God, were they what kind of weird experiments were they doing on us in the 80s and 90s? Mm, I don't know, man. Fuck NASA, man. Yeah, like Earth is flat and shit. <laughs> were they th- they were just throwing little kids up at that glass dome trying to break mm-hmm. through it and they yeah. all exploded i saw I, it i just like i saw that i was like and i just like fourth grade i was like do i get to go to space sometime <laughs> like is that gonna happen how, for me i love how they give fourth graders a paper that they want parents to sign ex- like how many of those made it 30 percent that lived in my backpack for nine months until right? like and, was, and like until next school year, my mom was like clearing in my back. I was like, "What is this?" It was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go to space and die," <laughs> <laughs> and you're not gonna get any money for it. Yeah, it's not covered. It's not covered at all when I get thrown into space. I arranged this completely off books. You're not getting a fucking dime. <laughs> I had to. I tried to go marry the fucking moon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Ooh, what about marrying a satellite? That's way closer. Mm. Just a cold lover, though. Mm. Very I'd boxy. I'd Cassini. Yeah. Hell of a photographic eye on Cassini. He's he's seen some shit, too, you know? Oh, he's seen some shit. Okay. You're you're doing that, huh? <laughs> I'm just saying, if we can gender train stations, we can gender Cassini, too. It was named after a man, so I guess that's all right. Although the train station, I think, was also a... I don't know. I think It was were, called Santa Fe. Yeah. Doesn't that mean, doesn't that mean St. Fay? What does Santa Fe mean? What does it even mean? A whale's vagina. <laughs> Santa Fe means holy faith. Holy faith. She married something, a train station named Holy Faith. Mm-hmm. I don't think train stations named Holy Faith um can get married. I think that's I, in the Catholic Well, Bible. that's why, that's why she renamed it Daedra. Uh, oh, I, I thought I thought you were paying attention, Michael. That's true. She renamed it so she could marry it. That t- makes total sense. Yeah. Hold on, real quick. Let me do a little bit of quick research. Hey, speaking of being lonely, so I'm trying to find out what daydream means. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. I can't find it. Speaking of being lonely. Have you ever been on a business trip and and you're in a hotel and you're just like, you know what? I'm totes lonely in this hotel room. Um, I don't get to travel for work very much. Oh, but uh, the couple times, yeah, I I I know how it feels to be alone in a hotel room. It's not right? not a great feeling. Yeah. Would you pay three fifty euro, three dollars and fifty euro dollars cents? I don't know how they do things there. Talk about tree fifty. <laughs> For uh, to rent a, a little goldfish for the night to make you feel less lonely. To rent a goldfish friend. To rent a goldfish friend. Yeah. Well, well uh, yeah. Well, you uh, unknowingly stumbled upon my ecosexual kink. I I have to have. <laughs> um. No, I would pay like ten pounds for like a puppy. I think. Right. Yeah. Like a puppy. Sure. I mean, I would even deal with like a friendly cat. Yeah. Like that would be. That would be nice. Shit, I would pay like $30 for like a sugar glider, though. Yeah, like, what is this little thing? What are you even doing? <laughs> he just like jumps from like place to place in your hotel. That would be fucking cool Where are you shit, going, though. you little guy? What are you even up to? Like, I don't even want a fish. Like, how does a fish make you feel less lonely? I guess it's just like there's another thing there and like Because it stares at you with its stupid giant its eyes. dumb eye. Yeah, like, I mean, like. I would say, like, given the number of, like, shelter dogs, like, if they were just, like, I'm going to be there for, like, two or three nights, like, give me a little puppy. Mm -hmm. And, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, they get out of the shelter for a little bit. I mean, that's not a a perfect situation, but, you know, they get a little bit of socialization. They have to stay in a hotel for when you're working, which kind of sucks. But, ah, I don't know. Goldfish, no. I would not not pay any price to have a goldfish in my room. (laughs) I think for that, I'd rather, like, 
I don't know, bring like a nice plant in. But then they're afraid you're going to just fuck it. Mm. That is a fear. They don't want you to fuck a plant. In Yeah, I'd rather in you just masturbate room. on the sheets like a normal human being, please. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, I mean, you did end up with your pants on backwards in Tokyo, so. But, yeah, I, I, I don't... I don't think I was doing anything uh, off books there. I think I just walked into the bathroom and peed and put the jeans on backwards. I think you tried to have have sex with a fake plant. I don't remember there being a plant there. Maybe I I probably stole one off the street. (laughs) So yeah, this hotel in Belgium, in Brussels, uh, apparently offers a fish rental service. I feel like renting the fish is just the weirdest thing you could possibly rent, right? I'm like, what yeah. if you like you don't bring it back? I'm like, all right, well, you was nothing. It's also there's... a goldfish. Like, do they keep track of how like goldfish don't live that long? And how fucking awful would it be to rent a goldfish and have it and then die? you wake up in the morning and it's just fucking dead? Yeah. Like, like you oh, you're so lonely that you rented a goddamn goldfish, and now this fucking goldfish is dead in the morning. Dead. Like, do you have to feed the goldfish? I would assume so. I'm just going to go down to the bar at the hotel and, like, talk to a human being, I guess? Or even not talk to a human being. I'll just look at human beings. Why not just fucking watch Mad Men on your computer like a normal person? That's true. I'll watch my good TV friends having tons of fun with each other. (laughs) I'll watch fucking Dora or, or Dory, whatever the hell it is. All right, you fucking pervert. You're just going to be alone in a hotel and watching Dora the Explorer? No, not Dora the Explorer. God, yeah, whatever. Daria? Were you going for Dar- Daria? <laughs> Dory, the fish. Oh, that one. Because it's a fish. Oh, I get, get it. it? Get, I got there. It's a fish. Finding Dory. My Finding good friend. Dory. My good friend Ellen. Mm-hmm. Just my, keep just keep swimming. Yeah, <laughs> that served me well on my run today. By the way, just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Because I asked, I asked our our good friend. Matt Moody, who is helping me train for this this 10-mile race, has said, how do you run so fucking far because it sucks? And he said, uh, just like Dory, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. What kind of bullshit advice is that? Well, I, I worked. I, what, at like mile eight, I just, I didn't have any music because Rachel left me because she didn't want to run 13.1 miles. And so loser. I just started saying, just keep running, just keep running, and it fucking worked. What? Yeah, it works. Kind of sorcery have you captured for yourself? <laughs> I, I it's literally, true though. If you they're like, how do I run that far? Well, I just fucking keep running. I don't know what to tell you. You just said just keep running over and over to yourself in your yes. head. No joke. What kind of? Okay, I can't even. Okay, well, dude, when this race is over and I win this fucking hot tub, yeah, I'm that, never like, I running again. I don't think we've talked about the bet. Do you want to? You want to break this down? Oh God! I do so bad because I'm gonna win so hard. Yeah, tell tell the listening audience what you have so done me, to yourself. Me and my me and my beautiful, uh, very smart wife um, have bought a new place that has a roof deck, and we were trying to figure out what to do with the roof deck. And I suggested that we put a hot tub on top of it, and she said, "No, that's trashy. No one wants to come over and get into your hot tub," which is objectively and patently false. Yeah, guess who's going to move to Chicago into your house and just sit into Michael's stew with you all day long? We've talked about how fucking cold it gets here in the winter. Why would I not want to sit in a hot tub on my to enjoy my beautiful view on my roof and fucking get drunk and sit in a hot tub? And make Michael's soup with your best friend, Michael Mike. Michael's <laughs> soup. We're going to cut up some carrots and onions in there. Mm, we're going to taste mm. so good. Mm-hmm. Well, Michael, what happens if... You don't beat your wife in this race. If I don't beat my wife in this 10-mile race, in a, a month from now, actually, mm-hmm. um, she gets to pick our next dog with zero input from me, which means we're going to get some really stupid-looking dog. Because Bonnie had minimal input from me, and she is real dumb-looking. She's very dumb. She looks like yeah. 19 balls of yarn kind of stitched <laughs> together. <laughs> That's actually the best description actually second best description i've heard of her because for best description ever is rando garbage dog mm-hmm. yeah so yeah so if i win i get this hot tub on our roof um and our good our good good friend matt moody has put together a training plan for me which means that i'm going to dominate ha- so have you told rachel about your progress in this oh yeah 
Okay, yeah. so she knows exactly what you're doing. She like, is. She, she knows actually, your pace. She knows your your splits. She is ready to call this shit off in a heartbeat. Wow, you you. you she's she's a feared, huh? She forgot how stubborn I am as a person. I told her that I was either going to win this race or I was going to die trying. Hmm. I mean, I remember you, like you were telling me because I know you weren't much of a runner, Mm-mm. and I, hate I know it. hate every minute of it. Still do. I know because it's like my average pace. I've been getting down to like nine and a half minute miles, and it's like you were starting around there. And I know the other day you're saying you're like you were cracking eight minutes per mile for like a ten mile <laughs> run. I was like, holy shit, dude! <laughs> yeah, she's in trouble. She's in trouble. I'm getting this hot tub. You think she might be playing possum with you? She's gonna nope. crack like she's gonna throw seven and a half minute miles at you, just like out of nowhere. Man, if she does, then more power to her. But I don't think it's happening. So. Are you getting the third dog no matter what? Or if if you win, she just gets to pick the dog with no input? No, she just gets... Well, no, we're not getting a dog no matter what. Okay, okay. Because that was, was my impression that, like, if if you lost or if she won, you guys were getting a third dog, just period. Uh, I didn't know that, it was, like, you, you you weren't getting any input on it. Yeah, no. We're getting a... We, we have... She has the ability to get a third dog. With zero input from me. If or, she or she can get a second dog when Staley is no longer with us. Oh, that'll be forever. He's going to live. He's so strong and, and just the toughest boy. <laughs> <laughs> Until he anxieties himself. I think his anxiety is going to keep him around for a long time. His head's on a swivel. He's going to see death coming from a long way away. <laughs> just like, not today, fuckface. <laughs> Not today. That's why I'm barking so much. Scared you off again, motherfucker. Yeah, I see you. <sighs> yeah, every time, I, like, Sora, my dog, is just... Whenever it gets a little, like, slightly cooler here in Atlanta, like, when it goes below 80, uh, she just gets, like, random bursts of energy out of nowhere, and she doesn't know how to process it. Like, she mm-hmm. just doesn't know what to do with herself, so she mm-hmm. just cries in my living room. <laughs> She's like, I don't know what to do. I don't want to go outside and walk. I don't want to do that. That sounds bad. So she just like whines at me. I was like, I don't know what. Just go sleep, like always. So yeah, um, yeah. So real quick, Michael. Speaking of uh, of pets and dogs, uh, you're, you're apparently working on your your third pup in the oven. Um, no fucking way. I'm winning this race. No. Uh, <laughs> Otherwise, it will be trends in low places with Mike Cushing alone. <laughs> just. What? <laughs> um, so this is from Adweek. Apparently, forty-four percent of millennials see their pets as starter children. And oh god, the Adweek since it's Adweek, it's you know it's focused on advertisers and marketers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the headline continues: "That's a big opportunity for brands." And then the subheadline is: "The fur baby economy is real." Oh, it a hundred percent is real, and it pisses me off so hard. Like. I know for I have friends. We we have friends with children. Dogs are nothing like children. No. I like, mean I love my dogs to death and we've had them for going on twelve years now, but like they're not they're not children. No. I will say though, one, I've spent more I think Sora at this point has cost me more money than my car. Uh <laughs> like easily twenty grand into that dog. Uh in the last eleven. Which not is probably more still than like one like 20th of what a child would cost no, it's you. probably more than that if i'm being she said three like multi-thousand dollar surgeries she's not doing great um but she also has four beds in my house five of them include my bed which is her bed um I don't know, like that dog definitely runs my life i can't like I'm, I'm not gonna like i always feel bad whenever like my friends talk to me about their kids and i'm just like yeah, man, I know Sora's got this going on. <laughs> I feel like such an asshole. But it's like, that's all I have to relate to them with. I'm just like, mm-hmm, yep, mm. Sora. They chose mm. They chose that life. Yeah, Sora's acting out. Oh, she's been yeah. such a moody. Oh, God. <laughs> and like, I mean, it also, like, part of me is like, I feel like I'll be a little more confident, like, when I do get to around, like, around to having kids. It's like, I've been through, like, I mean, like, Sora's had two like life threatening surgeries at this point, and like I was like, ah, fuck it out. Like I've had to pull lots of things out of her butt and dealt with weird poop issues. Like yeah, fuck it, you, you can't scare me, toddler. <laughs> what can you bring to the table, toddler, that I haven't seen already? Uh, I pro- it's probably the sleep deprivation. That one, like 
and I don't mean to say any of this to like insult my anyone who has kids. Like, it's just literally like the only life experience I have right now is my dumb dog. <laughs> Dude, I I'm not even joking. Yesterday I slept for like probably half the day Jesus. because <laughs> because after after uh, Labor Day weekend hashtag LDW. Um, <laughs> And <laughs> and then and then like working late and and doing the podcast pretty late and then all that stuff like I probably didn't get more than like five hours of sleep on average for the entire week and then Same. On, yeah yesterday I was just like you know what fuck this I'm gonna put on college football and I'm just gonna go in and out of sleep all day that sounds lovely I haven't had was, a day like that in like five months God, it was beautiful but at the end I was like. How do you, how do people, how do parents do it? How do they go without sleep for like the rest of their lives? That was even so. Two of our listeners, our, uh, our, our good friends, David Brooke from uh, Lauderdale, they were up here. They were evacuating from, from Irma and uh, they had their daughter with them. And we, like, they met us out at a brewery and they were just like, just like the act of like evacuating from Florida with their child, <laughs> with their two cats. Uh, and then like <laughs> talking to me about like their sleep schedules, like, Holy shit. <laughs> How do you do just, it? <laughs> just hearing it has yeah. to make you just exhausted. Sounds very bad. Uh, I, I assume that like the the hormones or whatever the children create to make you love them, even though they're like weird little alien creatures. Mm-hmm. Like I assume that has something that it has like amphetamines in it. I would assume so. Yeah. Uh, by the way, this article uses the word petfluencer twice. <laughs> shit i literally want to throw my head into a blender <laughs> hey you, you talked about brands did mm-hmm. i tell you that i got followed by brands hashtag brands just just at brands at wow just Ooh. at brands i got followed by all of the brands in one I, man i can't wait for our first sponsored content that's yeah. oh man, sponsored we're... by sponsored by brands which brand guess you don't even know you're not cool enough to know all of them none of them whichever mm-hmm. one you want to fuck most <laughs> I'm a brand sexual. Mm. Oh, I just boy. fucked. I fucked a like Captain Crunch box. Oh god, it was so good. <sighs> that damn captain. He should be an mm. admiral by now. Mm-hmm. All right, Michael, you want you want to close us out? I think we're uh, coming up on time here. Um, I got a little story about a man that I consider a modern day genius. Really? Hello. Yeah. So, have you ever been to a music festival, Kush? A couple of them. Yeah. Yeah. The alcohol situation is piss poor, very bad. Pretty bad, right? It's very bad, People very expensive. People try to sneak stuff in. They try to like do the hip flask or they tape stuff to their legs. Sometimes they get caught. But I mean, like, even if you get it in, it's not enough for an all day music festival. You're never going to be enough. Although I did, I saw so Buzz, I think it was BuzzFeed. I saw a couple like women have a, a distinct advantage in this department. Uh, I saw one woman who had a vodka, like a fifth of vodka braided into her hair. Ooh, that's good. It, like in like a, like a, a woven braid and it just hidden completely. looked kind of just like a, a fun little like hair feature, whatever you would call that. <laughs> hair um, feature? Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, I don't know. I was thinking like fountains, like water features. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was, I was like, damn, super impressed. Fuck off. <laughs> hair feature. Well, this, this man, in all of his brilliance, mm-hmm. he knew where the music festival was going to be weeks in advance. <gasps> he went out to the field and he buried an entire fucking Nalgene of vodka in the field. Uh-huh. And marked it so that he could find it. And then when the music festival started, fuck yeah, he tracked that down like a goddamn pirate with buried booty. Shit, if you'll excuse me, there is a music festival this weekend in Atlanta. I have to go bury all of the whiskey. That is brilliant. Right? right? Wow. Because they just pick random they, they just it's just a park most of the time or like an open field. Like no yeah. one, no one's caring that you're burying some shit three weeks before Lollapalooza. Especially if you're smart and you like cut the sod up around it and then just put the sod down over it. Like you if you keep it intact, no one's gonna find that. Fuck yeah. Wow. And even there's there's one place in Atlanta I went to, uh, I think for Shaky Knees, like there's a couple brick walls there, like small, like, you know, just like kind of accent walls. I'll just crack some mortar, pop a brick out, hide a ton of vodka right. back there. He used Google Maps and they marked it with a with a pin? 
That's brilliant. Dropped a pin on that shit? Wow. Yeah, I've got some work to do. What a brilliant... That's a, that's a concert hack right there. Right? I can't that's- believe, like... I can't believe that, first of all, if people had thought of this before and this guy has just blown it for everyone... <laughs> But how, or you can't, you, that's the per you can't police against it. Exactly. Like, what are you going to do? Like, just fucking start dig up every music festival? You can't police against that can't. shit. That, this is the best form of geocaching I could imagine. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yes. Yeah. It's like geocaching. Normally you find the little things like, oh, there's a plastic dinosaur toy in there and a note from some 85 year old old man. Like, fuck off. I don't care. Kush. Give me your music vodka. Money making idea. We bury alcohol at yes. music festivals and then send yes. alerts to people like oh guess what yes scavenger hunt us. time you pay us for the coordinates we send you a fucking treasure map and you get to feel like a fucking pirate oh, we should definitely do like every once in a while those like oh sorry it's a bartles and james fuck you find better <laughs> treasure <laughs> that is such a yeah Michael, so Music Midtown this weekend, Atlanta. I'm gonna go bury Ooh. all sorts of treasure troves. Ooh, can you can you actually put them in little treasure chests? Because that would be the best. I mean, obviously, Michael, we're gonna hashtag brands. We're gonna really knock this out of the park. We, we're we're building a business here, okay? Yes, and it just says trends in low places when you open it up. Mm-hmm. People are like, "What the fuck is this? I don't care. I'm gonna get drunk." Hmm. Trends in the lowest, but it's underground. Oh, it's very low. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yep. Michael, I've got work to do. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to do this. I mean, I'm going to be at the festival, so I'm going to do this for my own sake. <laughs> <laughs> but you could bury multiples. And so, if somebody's like, oh, shit, where did you get that alcohol? You'd be like, hey, by the way, if you take 17 paces west and then you take 10 paces north, there was another fucking bottle there. You gave me $15 at yours. Oh, shit. I already gave you the exact location. Fuck. Shit. Why did I do that? I'm bad <laughs> at this. I'm so dumb. Well, enjoy the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like at a certain point, though, like no matter, like, I, I guess if you have the GPS lo- like coordinates, like that's, but I guess the thing is you have to like understand, I feel like you have to be at the, you have to go to the, the thing like once before. So you know how like the crowd flow, like where the stages are going to be, because I feel like if you're just digging up the ground in the middle of the fucking festival, like right in front, like Weezer's playing, and you're like 15th row, just like, just dig, like, guys, I'll be fine. You're all going to love this. Everyone's going to be really excited. Just stop. Just let me dig. Um, also, do you think they probably won't let you bring like a, a hand spade in? Right? I'm guessing not. No, you're going to have to do that. You're going to have to either make, like, do a makeshift thing or just dig with your hands. So actually, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm 20 steps ahead right now. Uh, so there's like a little, garden in piedmont park where music midtown is i'm just gonna take a hand spade just bury it by the garden like it's supposed to be there no one's gonna know differently i'm gonna go i'm gonna go collect that some bitch then i'm gonna get my treasures yes that's true you could bury a spade oh to on on earth oh my god this is levels levels Mm -hmm. to this shit and if you really wanted to drive people away um, you know, from your your excavation activity, manure, like, cow manure, that, or just be like, hey, I'm kind of digging this hole to fuck it because <laughs> I'm a, I need some privacy for my ecosexualism. So yeah. please don't, please don't kink shame me. I'm gonna get down on this. I'm good gonna ground. get real down and dirty. This, this good earth, this hole, this good earth, or or I'm gonna take a dump in it. One Either one. Porta potty line you is probably don't want to be anywhere near it. Porta potty line out of control. What if There's you accidentally no... bury it underneath the stage? Ooh, that's a real. That's like a <laughs> shit. What was the? There's a movie where like someone built a building on top of their treasure. <laughs> that was Blue Streak. I would say is it National Treasure? <laughs> no, no. It was like a Blue Streak where Martin Lawrence like is a diamond thief and like left it in a police station oh, so that he goes yes. undercover as like like Luke Wilson's in it. Oh my god, that movie is so fucking good. I love that movie. It's great. Yeah, yeah. So it's a real blue streak situation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Michael. I think uh, I think we're that's gonna do it for us this week. Uh, you got any uh, any closing thoughts for me? Um, I have a I have an FML. Yeah. All right. Close drop. out on. Yeah. Drop that on me tonight. 
I finally finished downloading a 60 gigabyte TV series after two weeks of waiting. What the fuck? What kind of internet do you have? Every single episode turned out to be Rick Astley singing Never Gonna Give You Up on constant repeat. (laughs) I almost respect the prankster's effort enough to not to want to gut him like a fish. Almost. FML. (laughs) That's... 60 gigs is so much data. Is this like a 4K Rick Astley video? Like, they just did it like a thousand times? Can you imagine the amount of effort that you had to go through to create 60 gigabytes of Rick Astley singing Never Gonna Give You Up on loop? Also, if... And, like, to break it into, like, 42-minute episodes, and then to have the wherewithal for that other person to go through and check to make sure every episode was Rick Astley doing it? Wouldn't it be great if you, like, only the first two episodes were Rick Astley, and then, like, the rest was totes the episode? Or, like, the first three minutes were Rick Astley, and then everything else was... (laughs) They just... You just replaced the opening theme song of every episode with Rick Astley. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Carl Last Winslow. week. <laughs> Last week on X-Files. <laughs> Man, that's that's a pretty good... I mean, part of me hopes that, like... That's just Reginald Bell Johnson. Like, you're not downloading Family Matters on my watch. Like, sorry. Fuck you. You're getting Rick I shot Astley. a kid. I shot a kid. <laughs> I hope it's that. Or just, like... The MPA just kind of got a sense of humor, and they're like, we know you're going to pirate it, but one of you, we're going to get pretty fucking good. Yeah, also, how I mean, long did they say that it took to download 60 gigs? Like, weeks. Good lord, what kind of internet? I mean, I don't know, it doesn't say what country it's from. I guess Comcast probably throttled that shit. As soon as you got to, like, 10 gigs, you're like, yeah, you're not getting any of that. Come back in a week. Um, You want a quick shower thought? Ooh, yes. <laughs> okay, this will close us out. If you punch yourself really hard and it hurts, does that make you really weak or does it make you really strong? LMFAO, <laughs> hashtag shower thoughts. <laughs> That's like, is the, can God make a stone so heavy he, even he can't lift it kind of situation? I, I prefer the can God microwave a burrito so hot that he himself cannot eat it. <laughs> that's my That's my preferred version of that one. I think that it makes you... God, that's a good one. I think mm-hmm. it makes you very weak, though. I think it makes you weak. Yeah. Although, I don't know. I bruise like a peach, so. Uh, like, But I, I can punch very hard. Very hard. I'm so strong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. Very strong. Very strong boy. <laughs> All right, Michael. I think that's going to do it for us this week on Trends in Low Places. Thank you, as always, for joining me, my good friend. Um, if you like this show, you can find out more about it on goodbuddymedia.com slash blog. Uh, I think I owe everyone a blog post from last week because we, we went over some fun stuff. So I'll post a, some stuff for this one and some of the ecosexual stuff from this episode. <laughs> uh, I'll get that up. It's just uh, going to be like 15 minutes of me and Kush just fucking the shit out of a tree. Yeah. Well, just it's so going to you know. be some still images of just us uh, just making sweet sensual love Mm. um and if you like this show michael and i also do a show uh with our our friend curtis called the longest days of our lives where we break down every single episode of the hit show 24 we are coming up on the end game of season one uh jack bauer is cord like a spring ready to explode Shit is about to pop off i think we're two episodes away from pop it off oh my god i think i think it's it's a chess match right now but we are gonna sh- we are gonna be we're gonna be watching that one together the, the season finale together and i'm going to try and film every single minute of, Co- or of curtis watching that. oh it's gonna be so good yeah so well, we're coming up on the end game of that one and uh we've had a couple people tell us you know if you like me and michael goofing off i think you're definitely gonna enjoy that one you don't have to like 24 we have a couple of uh folks who listen to that show I've never seen 24 never liked it uh, never seen an episode, but uh, they you they enjoy that. You do have so. to like Tom Hanks, though. You do have to like Tom Hanks because these two fucking morons <laughs> try to ruin me every single week with uh, with Tom Hanks. So, um, if yeah, if you like this show, go check that one out. And uh, Michael, how else can people help us out? Yeah, you can find us at TILP Cast on Twitter and Facebooks and on Instagram. Um, you know, when you see one of our posts, please like it, share it. Um, 
retweet it, whatever, whatever the, the thing allows you to do. Um, you know, if there's another way that you can get it out to someone else, you know, do that too. I, I don't know. Um, however you feel like doing that. Messenger um, pigeon, message yeah. in a bottle. Oh, that would be great. If you put it on a raven from Game of Thrones, it'll get there real fast. So oh. the fastest. Um, one hits. You can also find us on all of your favorite podcast apps by uh, searching for Trends in Low Places. Um, when you do find us on those podcast apps, um, you know, like us, give us a comment. Uh, that's really the best way for us to uh, move up onto the uh, the list there and and allow us to be found by other people, which is still really weird to me. Um, and we will also be participating in a pretty cool uh, indie podcast effort called Two Pods a Day. Um, which I believe will be starting in October, um, where, uh, you know, it's, it's two independent podcasts will be highlighted each day on the website, two pods a day.com. Um, so look for us on there and we will also be, uh, talking about that a little bit more. So, um, yeah, thank you to everyone who, all of our new listeners and thank you to everyone who's been sharing us. Um, you know, we, we love doing this and, uh, it's great that other people seem to love listening to us. Yeah, it's been awesome, and uh, 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 thanks a lot to. We've got a couple new listeners uh, who seem to be coming on board in the last couple of days, especially uh, a couple of services like Cast Crunch. Uh, you know, we really appreciate you guys listening. Hope you like it. So, uh, Michael, thanks for joining me once again. Love you, buddy. Love you too. Toodles. Mm-hmm.